What was that, Cody? <laughs> you look like a turtle. Ooh. <laughs> he does right now. <laughs> That's me talking to myself. And, uh, Do you I really am. hold the microphone like that when you're podcasting, Cody? What? No. Okay. He literally just did that for the. Like picture. what? Yeah, no. Origins and adaptations. My name is Andrew. And I'm Cody. And this is episode 66, boy. Yeah. It's been like six years. It's been like 600. It's been two weeks. Uh, I'm looking at you. It's been six weeks since you heard a podcast. Yeah. It hasn't been that long. It's like been like a month, right? Chris, it's been six million years. Six million. It feels like it's been a generation. Six million. My. Grandparents. It's been since at least my, my grandparents. My grandparents told me about this podcast, Chris. <laughs> no, I was going to say it's been at least since my grandparents ago. Yeah, yeah. And most of them are gone. Let's this be honest. This is the biggest well, podcast all of mine in their are. I have yeah. one left. One, I've got one out zero. of 17. Grandparents? Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of grandparents. One left. Why no, is there an odd number? <laughs> you, you don't ask science what's up. <laughs> Yeah. Don't worry about science. It'll yeah. take care of itself. The science will speak to itself. <laughs> well, I'm glad that we're back. We have a lot of cool stuff to talk about. Um, I mean, San Diego Comic-Con happened, mm-hmm. so there was a lot of Did. stuff that was dropped. Some trailers. Yeah, and some definitely. News. Cool stuff. Yeah, we're excited. Uh, so let's get right into we it. We both saw a movie. A movie. Which many of you were so disappointed we haven't discussed yet. Correct. Mm, indeed. But yes. here's the important part. You have to remember this. I don't care. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. Uh, we'll get into that much later. I just wanted to say that right now. I thought yeah. I thought it'd get be it a good way. I thought it'd be a good segue. Yeah. Not caring. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, let's just get right into it. First of all, the thing that you know destroyed my soul mm. and just a lot of other people's, and it's just probably one of the worst things I've ever seen on screen, which was the Titans trailer uh, for the new Teen Titans TV show. Yeah. And the reason it's called Titans is because half of them aren't teens, and they're going with older versions of these characters. Uh, There's just... uh, There's a lot that I want to complain about. There's a lot I want to say here. Uh, I have ranted quite a bit, and it's mostly around Dick Grayson. Well, he's not Dick Grayson. It's not Dick Grayson. It it hurts. All of it hurts. So the first few seconds of that trailer look awesome. Yeah. And then he says something where you go, what? Yeah. And then your brain goes, well, apparently, yes. Yeah. And you're like, okay, well, I have to accept this or not. Or I can just be like, okay, fine, whatever. I, I won't watch it or whatever. I will watch it. But I fall, in, I fall into the category of I don't know that I want to see it. I love how Robin I mean, looks. 
But I mean, I I will watch it. I know you will. Uh, I'm debating on watching it the right way or not. <laughs> well, um, what do you mean by right way? Because I don't want to support it. I don't want to give them my support. Um, it's actually something that I have really come to the conclusion about, which is, uh, is talking to people about adaptations. Um, especially when you're so ingrained in the source material. Right. And the people go, well, it looks fun anyways. Yeah, it's like, and that's the common response, and you can't really say otherwise. Like, yeah. okay, fine. And I, I've had some people tell me they're like, "Why do you even like waste energy on being critical and like so against it? Like, why don't you just let it go?" Mm-hmm. And my biggest thing is because if I give it any support, they, the companies will think that this is what I want. Right. And it's not. And if I can get as many people to not support it as much as possible, there is a slight chance two things will happen. The company will go, okay, we just won't, we won't do it. Right, they won't roll with it anymore. At all, which sucks. And, like, I, but in a weird way, I would still rather have that than a botched Frankenstein. Yeah, me too. Of a creature. Uh, Frankenstein's monster of a creature. Uh, Or... They actually see it and try to correct it, mm-hmm. um, which could happen. It's the rare thing to happen. Yeah. But DC did it uh, with Rebirth, um, and Marvel is starting to do it again. They're starting to come back. Uh, so it's a, that's where I stand. That's where I stand on it of this is a... This is a story that's near and dear to my heart. These are characters who are near and dear to my heart. And out of the freaking minute and a half, none of them were portrayed in a way that I I that even was, recognized. That was remotely accurate to what you're familiar yeah. with and what you are drawn to. And it would be different if I had only possibly the cartoon to go off, Teen Titans, uh-huh. the Teen Titans cartoon. Which was an adaption and a reimagining of the characters, but is still stuck to the core truths of the characters. But it's not. I have the new Teen Titans stuff that this is based off of, where mm-hmm. it introduces Starfire, uh, um, the Changeling slash Beast Boy, and um, Raven as characters. And there's just so much of this trailer that is... That is just dumping Edgelord into it. Yeah. Like, it's literally like someone went to a Hot Topic and... Let's see how we can target this at emo and goth kids. Yeah, and and they even went in there and asked kids in there from, like, early 2000s. Like, they didn't even ask modern age kids. They, like, went back somehow and found the kids under the bridge dancing to rave music and asked them if there was a Teen Titans adaption, what would they want? And the first thing they say is they want Robin to say F Batman. That's the first line they want out of him. Hmm. Yes. 
This is this is a good idea. Then we'll have Raven talking about how when she in, does her dark stuff that she feels good. And then we have Starfire lighting people on fire with her hands, which isn't a thing. And yeah. not only that, but she looks like a 1980s hooker. <laughs> even even Robin saying that for for a casual fan, I thought like they'd be lost. Like, why would he, why would Robin say that? Yeah, people would be like, "This is Robin." Yeah, yeah. And there's a lot there's a lot that I can talk about that, and I will. Okay, thank you, Cody. Uh, You're <clears throat> welcome. My biggest thing with that, and there's been so many people that come to me and talk to me about this, and they're like, "Oh, well, Robin had a falling out with Batman in the comics and the animated show. This has happened before," and I will not deny that. I will never deny that. Robin separated from Batman when he became Nightwing. Mm -hmm. When he went off to go and do his own thing, the number one reason is because Bruce would go too far. That there was a line, and Bruce was on the edge of that line. Mm -hmm. There was, to the point that it was affecting his social life, that Dick Grayson didn't know who Bruce Wayne was because he was too much Batman. And right. he didn't want to become that. He wanted to be Dick Grayson, and he wanted there to be a Robin. He did not want to become one and the same. So he had a problem with Batman's methods. He left and he broke his relationship with Batman and he went to Bloodhaven. He did the whole Teen Titans thing. He wanted to become his own person to the point where he actually got the name Nightwing from Superman because Superman was able to give him counsel and advice. Right. This isn't that. This is a person saying, F Batman. It's a grown-up, edgy, angry Robin. And, if, and why isn't he Nightwing? And if that line... He's so old. If that line was in there, and it was just that line, I'd be like, okay, this is a playful, like, whatever. But then he goes and starts shooting people with a gun and stomps on someone's neck. And it's like, okay, he separated from Batman because Batman was going too far, and then he starts doing the same thing. And not only that, but Dick Grayson is supposed to have a moral high ground on Jason Todd. So if Jason Todd yes. is coming in here yes. and starts murdering people, and there's he no, goes, there's he no goes, difference. Yeah, yeah the, the 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 big thing with Dick is that he is such a good person. Yes. He's he's so empathetic. He would never do that. Yeah, you're you're destroying the core fundamental qualities of the character of the character and it's like have the flaws he is a flawed character he cares he actually cares too much about people that he will go too trusting to the point where if they kill someone he thinks he blames himself yeah for their death and like that is that is his flaw not only that but he's a people pleaser and so he'll do what people want uh and that affects a lot of his relationships and it's there are so many other things that you can make flawed with this character instead of going this weird, dark and edgy route, and it's it's bothering me that this is the first thing we see out of it. Um, because it's my problem with that I had with Arrow. Arrow started out with season one where he, he was straight up murdering dudes. Just uh -huh. straight up shooting them, killing them, murdering them. Then in season three or four, there's a guy who accidentally kills a person and Green Arrow goes off on him. Like, go, he's like, he's like, you can't trust this guy again. He killed a dude. He's like, murdered a dude. I'm uh, like, I was like, what were you doing? Oh, season one. What like, was going on back there? What, is, what are you doing, bro? And that, it just, it brings it back to that of have those characters who do that. 
Mm-hmm. And Starfire is one of those characters. I'm not when I talked about the burning people alive. I'm not talking about the fact that Starfire wouldn't kill people because she actually does. And this is another thing in the Teen Titans comic that when Starfire wants to kill someone, Dick Grayson is always the person that is there and says, "No, you you're better than that. Yeah, be better than that." And he's always that. He's that moral compass. He's always that person. That brings them back is like, do not go too hard. And he even notices when he's like, she is about to kill this person. Uh-huh. Like, it's like, I need to talk to her. I need, to, I need to calm her down. And that is the the point of his character. And so it bothers me well, like seeing wh- him just full on like, there's like blood like splurting everywhere. I'm just like, what is this? I like the point you brought up that is how do they bring in Jason Todd now? What what what's going to make yeah, them different? I don't know. But there is an episode called Jason Todd, so I I I have no clue. What's he going to be? I I like the way I kill people better. Better than <laughs> To be fair, we haven't seen him kill anyone, but it's just the fact that he shot the gun. I was reading a Grayson Did you say he stepped on someone's neck? He like I don't know. It looked like he curb stomped like a dude's it, face. Whatever he well, I mean, I mean It's like if I he did live that I saw the trailer once, but yeah. it was brutal. Yes. And you don't exactly do that if you're trying to avoid killing someone. Yeah. Which is what Nightwing would do, or Robin would do. Yes. I keep I keep wanting to call him Nightwing because he's the age of Nightwing. He is the age of Nightwing. And I don't understand why give... If you're going to alter the character's persona in some way, like I'm surprised they wouldn't at least like make him... I don't know. Nightwing. I don't. I don't. I don't understand why make this like because they don't know what they're doing. Oh well, yeah. My opinion. And well, then when I found out who the writer for this is, guess who the writer for this is? Um, I was gonna find something witty to say, but what? The guy who wrote Batman and Robin, the movie. No. Yes. That guy's the creative sucks. director. Why was he ever allowed back on the Batman? I don't know. Uh, or I was gonna say a DC project. I don't know. It's the it just, worst Batman it, script ever. Yes. Yes, I know. It's so bad. And he's the creative director of the show. I got to say, his Robin suit's better than this, at least. Yeah, because... But he didn't... He probably he didn't, didn't do, do anything <laughs> with that. No, and this whole... It's so weird because Raven in the comics is a pacifist who who doesn't use her abilities on people because she she grew up being a pacifist because she knows... or. Because people knew that she was half demon. Okay. And it's like, so with this starting out, and she's like this emo tween who, like, doesn't know how to control her powers and is, like, what bothers me is the line where she's like, my mom told me there are no monsters. It's like, well, that's just... Straight up wrong because in the comics her mom tells her, <laughs> her there's mom like she knows about who her dad is uh-huh. like her mom tells her about her who her dad is and it's like man they they could have made the show dark I'm not saying that the Teen Titans aren't a isn't a dark comic it's DC a really, needs to have darkness in it that yeah. doesn't mean you flood it yeah and it's you like don't flood it with it but this isn't even dark this is just this is like Edge Lord this is just you know I'm going to say this because you know. Whatever, man. And it's just, it bothers me because it seems to be written and created by a person who has no clue who these characters are. Either that yeah. or it's more people just saying, 
we're tired of the old characters. We know you like them, yeah. but we're going to create something new just for the sake of it. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I can't even I can't even really complain about a lot of old superhero movies now because frankly uh the Keaton Batman was way closer to what what we're familiar with yeah. what, we're, what we're familiar with as Batman than <clears throat> some of the ways these characters care well I can't speak than some of the ways these characters have been treated. Yeah. I He's agree. Farther or closer to home than a lot of these newer superheroes. Yep, some people still want to nitpick and say, "Oh, well, that Batman was way too, way too edgy, and he, and he killed too many people, and he killed some in certain scenes, but it was conditional. He wasn't killing everyone." Yeah. Whereas you, I mean, nowadays I'm I'm just seeing these new versions of of superheroes where they're not their actual selves anymore. I still, you know, when when I when I talk about Batfleck, I still. I was talking with our friend uh, James about mm-hmm. Ben Affleck, and he, he still says, well, Batman was just being reckless. He wasn't actually killing anyone. Well, I have... My issue with that it's is It's so that, reckless, though, that it's... Yeah, like, there's Amateur Hour, and then there's Batman. Like, yeah. reckless? Are you kidding me? This is Batman. Yeah. It's... To me, that that is a flawed understanding of the character. Of just like, I think what James was saying was that now he's old, he doesn't care, he's over it. Well, then that's to me that's killing people. Like, there's a difference of like you know whatever, and and like oh man, I'm getting worse at what I do, mm-hmm. and it's reckless. Like I I guess I am reckless, but that whole old man, I don't care about anyone. Like having that mentality means that you're going to kill someone. It means you don't care if you do, which is yeah. still... Yeah. And he does. Oh. He freaking, like, blows up a car. He smashes another car into another car. There's no way those people lived that warehouse scene. No. <laughs> like, he, like, smashed faces and skulls and crushed spines, and then he shot a dude's flamethrower backpack and exploded. To this day, my favorite thing in BVS is the fact that... Remember when that uh, vehicle that Batman was chasing and, and it, was, like, all, it was, like, all kind of destroyed... Yeah, when when it got back to the yeah. to the uh, where was it the warehouse? Like no yeah. one batted an eye or said anything about how like. Do you remember that scene at all? Yeah, and it's it's just funny how they didn't care. Like they just got out of it. And they're like, like oh, Batman just chased down. It's <laughs> whatever, man. <laughs> yeah, it was just like okay. That that scene bothered me the most. I think I it was be, messy. It was messy, but it was just so stupid because the first thing he does is throw a tracker on it, and you're like, and then he's shooting we're getting it. Oh, yeah, Batman he- Arkham, like, Arkham Asylum, like, Batman Arkham City kind. This is going to be great. Yeah. No, he full-on just starts blowing stuff up, and you're like, what was the point of putting that tracker on if you knew exactly where it was going to go? Yeah, oh, yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, that movie. Uh, it's a very silly Why do we movie. keep bringing this movie back up? It's, it's very silly. It's never going to go away. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, this movie will never go away. But So that is our take on the Titans trailer. However, I will say one last thing, and this is really important, and I actually made a status about it the other day. It, it was like a, vague, a Facebook update? Yeah, Facebook status, uh, which was vague, and I didn't specify anything, but I will do it now. The... Actress who is playing Starfire had to delete her Instagram account because of the racist comments that she was getting. Um, for those who do not know, the actress who is playing Starfire is black. And 
I have seen it. I have I have witnessed it firsthand that when the trailer is happening, she shows up and the first thing is like, Starfire is not black. And it's like, okay, I can get around that. I don't, I like, I didn't care the first time it was announced. I was mm-hmm. like, whatever. Uh, they're going to do CGI. They'll make her orange when she needs to be orange. It's going to be fine. My problem with her is her costume design is atrocious. Like, yeah. It, and I'm excited for her. I like, I'm excited for her active ability, but her costume design is atrocious. But that doesn't, it doesn't give the people the right. To verbally attack someone no, that's for awful. being in something. And this is something I will always say, and I said it la- the other day, is that if you have to bring yourself to either make a threat physically or verbally or try to bring someone down because of something that they have done that has any association with a source material that you are a fan of, you are not a fan. You are not a fan of that thing. Because if you look at Teen Titans, and if you if you read and you loved and you adored Teen Titans, you would see many and many a times over that that doesn't matter. You have people like Changeling, who's a green creature, who doesn't fit anywhere because he's green. Uh, you have Cyborg, who is black but also machine, and so now he uh, he's looked down from society by both sides. And it's ridiculous. Is this is what you're talking about. Yes, that like, is really bad. It's a really bad costume. And then you have Starfire, who is an alien princess from a different planet, where her customs and everything she does. This whole movie is about not, or this whole series is about not fitting in and not having a place, except for when they come together and they are able to find each other as a family. So, trying to tell someone they can't be something because of their skin color goes against everything that the Teen Titans is. So yeah. if you are making those comments against her because of this, you are not a fan. You are, I never say this word because I, it's something that I just don't ever care about, but you are a bigot. You are a bigoted person and you need to find something better to do because you're just filling your life with hate. Mm-hmm. And Andrew Rant. I just need to say that because it's been on my mind for far too long. It happened with episode eight with Rose, and that bothers me that people are making such horrible, mean comments about people. Mm. I will always, always say that no matter how much I criticize a product or a piece of art from a person, I will never tear into that person's personal life. There's a or boundary. I will bring them down. You don't go that far. No. And it, it hurt a lot after episode eight. Because I agreed with a lot of people on their thoughts on episode eight. But it hurt when I, I heard so many people saying that both Kathleen Kennedy and Ryan Johnson needed this to be done to them. Like like death like death from death to, you know, just physical harm. Just people to, saying stupid things. Yeah. Po- and it's posting like, stupid things. Really? You, this like is a Ryan thought Johnson, that went through your like, head. Like, like Ryan Johnson needs to put a shotgun into his head. Exactly. Just like, messed up things like that. It's ridiculous. And I don't know. I it saw, bothers me. I saw me. something like that. It bothers me that there are people who who think that because they said it on the internet and it's anonymous that doesn't affect them in any way. But it does. It affects you mentally to the point where you think that this, this fiction. I mean, even if you're joking about it in your own head, that's still that's your problem. Yeah. But don't put it out there. Period. Yeah, because now you're trying to bring other people into your misery. 
It's also weird to me that people who watch um, things like Star Wars or Titans, which, if I remember correctly, growing up, we all watched these shows as, as kids, and we all we were we all liked it because we were rooting for the good guys because we we sided with the moral compass. Yeah. So, who are you if you're not on that side? Clearly, I don't know. I, I always I, I kind of do. What's the word? I, I, I do sort of associate myself with like the old school comic book ethos, which is good versus evil. Yeah. You know, good triumphing. No, and stuff. I mean, I mean, and the gray area is all it's, all it's all fun. Of course, and of course, I love a good antihero or a good villain for entertainment's sake. But at the end of the day, it's sad to me that people are fans of the material and they don't understand they the don't, core concept, the core the core principles that the yeah. characters are trying to prove. Yeah. Well, like when you look at all the things DC and Marvel, especially like socially. Mm-hmm. The, the things they've discussed over the years, yeah, you know, bigotry and uh, oppression, and th- those are themes that have been dis- discussed for decades, yeah. decades now. And apparently, people who are enjoying the source material still aren't getting that concept. So no. it's like, I don't know. But then again, I, I, and I do believe that what I'm about to say is true, and I'm not in any way defending people who say things like that. But I was having a discussion with someone last night about um, something a famous celebrity tweeted not too long ago and and, and uh, had this aimed at a certain person. And it was, I think some people don't necessarily have true hatred or bigotry, but they're, they're desensitized enough... To words. To use words to find a cheap and easy attack... Mm-hmm. On that, on this person to yeah. discourage them from uh, approaching, yeah, a level of greatness or whatever. Like, like, yeah. or, or they don't want this person in this position. Like, we don't want this actress in this role. So we're, I'm, I'm not even, even though like I may not necessarily hate, like, let's say Jews or blacks or whatever. I don't want this person to play this role. So I'm just gonna find a cheap and easy way to attack them. I'm going to, and find I'm gonna, dis- cheap and I'm, easy gonna dis- way. I'm gonna disregard. Their humanity. Their humanity, yeah. yeah. And, and I don't know if I don't know if that's hate or if it's just desensitization and just like, just a. Uh, well, I w- I would say it's a little bit of both. It's it's a person who is trying to, they may not consciously say that like it's a hatred. Yeah, but, but it's a lack are, of something. It's a lack of it's, like, to, it's a lack of character. Yeah, they're trying to justify the small bit of hate. Yeah, in them, and it comes back to. Uh, a white, like a former white supremacist that I was reading about, and someone asked him a question: "What's the first? What's the first uh, way? What's the first thing you should do when you're trying to have a conversation with someone, a part of that group?" Uh, and he said, "The first thing you have to do is you have to see them as human." Mm-hmm. And I think that's really important. And it's what people need to do every time is that the person you are talking to is not some evil monster that is different from everyone else is like they are a human being with issues and flawed mentality Mm -hmm. that they have been hurt in a lot of different ways. And the things that you say that are negative and bring them down will not help any situation 
Think that, about, yeah, think about all the times anyone said anything negative to you that you yeah. ran over and over and over in your head. And that's that's talking to people who have hatred tor- towards other others. And my biggest thing is there's to me there's nothing that I can say to a person who is saying racist and bigoted stuff to someone that will change their mind. I I I know that for a fact. That is going to be a relational building that is that is going to be something that you show that shows them that the hatred inside them is deeper than they think. Mm-hmm. Because that something a stranger says to them will pass them by. They won't even care. They might even think they're doing their job because they're getting they're getting uh, a wall built up in front of them. That is their job to tear down that wall, um, and they'll use force uh, or you know verbal force. So yeah. I just wanted to bring that up. I wanted to point it out there because we we're talking about the Titan show, and it's it's always on my mind that I am a very critical person. I am a very critical person. I know this. It's always you're, you mean you mean you're always thinking about that. You're always aware of that. Yes, but never once will I, I allow that critical mind to allow me to attack the person behind the art. To insult their humanity, yes. or yeah, um, or I, should, I may, or I I may say, say there's to insult I've, them, disregarding their. I may humanity. say they're stupid and they don't know what they're doing, uh, but I'll say that about anyone, even myself, multiple times. Uh, but that is not me bringing down their humanity. It's me saying that someone else needs to fill that position because they're not doing the job right. Um, and to me, that's a big difference than tearing someone down for something they cannot change. Um, so yeah. Yep. Uh, so moving on, let's go on to brighter and, well, oh, is all the, is all, is all the news bright? (laughs) We got this other trailer here. Uh, no, let's, you know, let's just get over this really fast. Uh, Brian Michael Bendis uh, is ruining Superman and that's totally fine. (laughs) 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 Um, uh, no, whatever he, he, uh, he had, um, he had Flash saying random dialogue, and it's like, do you even understand who Flash is? And it's one in of my in which run? Uh, in this, so he started his own Superman run called Man of Steel, uh, taking over for Tomasi, who was doing it before him, who had an incredible, excellent run. Uh, and this is the end of it. And this is it the end of it. Like- I'm pretty sure it is. This is just, just so much fun. He is he is not good. Well, now I have less Superman that I have to catch up on. I can just go read the Rebirth. Yeah, let's see. <laughs> I don't have to worry about reading Bendis. Uh, he had Flash say the word. Um, maybe he's full of caca poo poo. That's so lame. Flash. Why? Why? Yeah, Flash say this. Barry Allen Flash. This isn't <laughs> Wally West. This isn't Bart Can't, Allen. Yeah. Freaking maybe he's full of caca poo poo. That's so lame. It is, it is a, the writings of a child, Cody. Yeah. <laughs> the of a child. How does that even get published? I don't know. Like, and how do they let that pass? And this is something that he's always That's done. So lame. It's like it's how he did the all new X Men when he had Jean Grey 
uh, convincing Iceman that he was gay. I, I am very fully adamant that this is what happened because Iceman, she goes into Iceman's head and she's like, you're gay. And he goes, well, I don't think I am. I think I'm maybe like confused and curious at what I am. And she goes, no, you're full on gay. It's so, like, are you trying to use this as a way to bring people up in this community? Because that's not how you do it. That's how you turn people away. Because uh, yeah. I've actually experienced this firsthand where someone told me that I was gay, and I said, I'm I'm sorry, buddy, but I'm not. Uh, and so, like, if you are totally cool, like, that is not my place to say anything. Yeah. You live your life. Uh, if you want to come talk to me about things, I'm always open. Uh, but, but don't have someone tell you. But don't tell me that I am. Like, it's just like you... And with her, it's like she can read his mind, but that's all she can do. And so, like, if he says, I may be confused, and that's not how I truly feel, and so, like, it's just weird to have this person using dialogue to force this. Like, it could have been done so much better. Uh, And especially having a character who can read minds where... You have to believe in what they say is true uh-huh. because they I, they looked into your inner it's self. It's the nature of the character. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is the same guy. The same guy. Who writes that? And it's just like, he just does whatever he wants with characters. And it's just so much fun. <laughs> so much fun. <laughs> and, but on the flip side of that, you know, talking about Brian Michael Bendis ruining Superman. Nick Spencer saved Spider-Man. Did he? I am going to pick up Spider-Man again and read it for the first time in two years because of Nick Spencer. And the reason why is because Mary Jane and Peter Parker are back together, boy. Yay! Yeah! Woo, woo, woo! I'm so excited. That's yeah, great. Uh, so good. And... I don't know. I can't even explain it all. That's awesome. It ended really weird where Spider-Man shows up. Like, the end of the second issue, Spider-Man shows up. Mm-hmm. And, like, he's like, hey, Peter. And he's like, you're, you're Spider-Man. He's <laughs> like, yeah, I am. And you're like, oh, no. And I'm like, oh, no. Is this another Clone War, like, Clone Saga thing yeah. that we have to deal with? But I don't know. I'm just excited. That sounds excited. kind of interesting. I don't know. That sounds cool. Yeah. I, I trust Nick Spencer. I've always enjoyed his runs. Um... As much as people hated on the Captain America Hail Hydra thing, um, Secret Empire was actually pretty good. Uh, and to me... Oh, the Hail Hydra thing was yeah, with Spencer. Yeah, and even that, it's comic books. I know stuff is up. What bothered me was Nick Spencer's response to people when he's like, nope, this is full-on Captain America. No one has tempered with anything. And then three or four issues later, you find out that Red Skull tempered with his memories. Uh, and it's just a like, okay, well, you just people lie like, in the entertainment industry though. People lie all the time because they want to they, avoid they, they want, they, stuff. Yeah, they they want to cover it up. Yeah, but just say well, no Abram, comment. Abrams did that, didn't he? Yeah, and he got huge flack for it for episode seven. No, he did it for uh, Star Trek. I thought it was for episode seven. Mm-mm. He he just full on said like he would always say like. Had something I can't tell you, or you'll have to find out yourself. Like he never fully answered questions. Which, which Star Trek is the one where he f- flat out said that Benedict Cumberbatch's character wasn't Khan. 
Oh, okay. You know yeah. what? I stand. I stand corrected. Yeah. Dead ass corrected. You're right. And it's it was con- yeah. It was like, is- no. He's not con. Yeah. My name is Con. Yeah, literally. It's the first like, thing you hear uh, Benedict Cumberbatch uh, say. And it's like. He's not as good as Ricardo Montalban, everyone. No. Benedict mm. Cumberbatch can say whatever he wants. <laughs> I like Benedict Cumberbatch, but. Love him to death. He's, is he, is he's he, playing the Grinch in the new Grinch movie. Oh. Really? Is yeah. he your fave, Chris? Yeah. I mean, he's tops, definitely. He is a good actor. I he's love a great him. actor. Yeah. He's amazing in Strange. Yes. Oh, yeah. He was especially so amazing many people in. When, uh, like, he was announced for Strange. Avengers movie. I know so many people, though, that were like, ah, I don't like it. How could you not? And it's like what, what, the first what, what? that he was Strange, Doctor Strange. He's a great Doctor. He's Strange. incredible. I don't and know like, who else I'd have. As soon as I heard that he was Doctor Strange, I was like, "Yep, I'm on board." Yeah, yeah. like I'm, I'm into this. Mm-hmm. So moving on to characters that don't portray their or actors who don't portray their characters very well, in my opinion. <laughs> uh, Aquaman trailer dropped uh, at San Diego Comic Con, and it's rough. Best phrase, or I should say, cash phrase ever. Turn, turns around. Permission to come aboard. As <laughs> he like bursts into his submarine. It's like, ah. it's like, ugh. So I saw this post by Nerdist uh-huh. on Facebook, and they were raving about how great it was, and I was like, I feel like Cody and Andrew probably hated it. <laughs> you know, I thought a, a couple parts of it were okay. There are it really, was- there are cool moments. I will not deny that. I the whole undersea battle does look cool to me. Where they're like they jump out of the ship and those like like demon fish looking yeah, yeah, things yeah. chase like, out. Yeah, that was yeah. cool. Uh, Black Manta looks dope. Like yeah. I am totally on board for Black Manta. Uh, everything Mira's else. Mira's hair is kind of wacky. Yeah. Well, actually, wonky is a better word. Wonky. Is her, it's it's CG. Like when she's underwater, her hair is CG, and then when she's out, it's definitely just a red wig. The, uh, I was gonna say it's actually yeah. the wig that I thought looked worse. Yeah. Um, the talking underwater is also kind of a problem for me. <laughs> yeah, Co- Cody and I were talking about that. Well, in the comics, like, like we were saying, you don't really notice it. You don't yeah, have you don't have any reason to. Yeah, but it looks funky because in the movie because or in, the, in the trailer because at this point we're so ingrained and we've experienced it ourselves with water. Is you go in and you open your mouth. Where does the water go? Blah, blah, blah. Into the mouth. <laughs> and so when you try to speak, it's just raw, raw, raw. And unless they have this weird, like, oh, they have gill a, thing. A, I don't know. Magical talking powers for underwater. Underwater for what? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's, it's weird because it's just going to be something that bugs me because it's something... I physically know is impossible. Like that's what that's what it is, I think. Unless they have like loudmouth speakers that they talk through. See, I was wondering if maybe they're gonna be creatively realistic, not not super realistic, but you know, operate within the confines mm-hmm. of some sort of rules. It would be interesting if like and have them maybe speak in in sign language or yeah. some kind of you know body language. Yeah. Fish flopping. Something. What Some did you just say? Fish flopping stuff. Get that get that flish flish flapping. Flish flapping. Flish flapping. You, you two are on drugs. I don't know. I don't know what there. the hell you that was all You gotta get it fresh. You gotta get it good. Gotta get that flish flopping. Flish flapping. <laughs> you know, Cody. The fish are flapping. Oh my god. Cody, open your mind. <laughs> open your mind to the fish flapping. Who are my friends? <laughs> Jeez. Who am I? No, but for for real, I thought maybe they would try and be creative and do something else. Yeah. 
Um, I, I, I thought I didn't realize there'd be a lot of underwater talking. There's a lot in Gungan City in Star Wars. They made it work because there's kind of those little bubble compartments. Mm-hmm. I think maybe I'd imagine they do something like that, but no, they're talking in the middle of the ocean. Yes, yes. Like they're swimming and then, hey, there's talking. Yeah, water. <laughs> you want to get some fish tacos? You want to get? Is that kind of dark? I guess. Cannibalism. No, because they see fish in the same way that we do. Okay. All like, right, all right, good. Like, uh, it's not like fish are friends. Fish are friends. Because they don't... They're friends with some of them. It's not like they... Well, like dolphins and stuff, like, yeah. But dolphins are mammals. Mm. They're not fish. They're not fish. Uh, no, it's it's more of like they mind control the fish. Mm. That's what Aquaman does. It's actually cruelty. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, it's less of a, hey, I'm going to talk to you and we're going to create a bond. Cody, are you one of those people who, like, walks up to fishermen and says, the fish have feelings. Leave them alone. Are you mm. one of those Are you one of those guys? No, Cody eats no, fish. No. I'm just checking. No, Cody no, no, eats no. fish out. No, and my dad. Most, my dad's a big-time fisherman, so yeah. all right, cool. my whole family fishes. All right, all right, cool. Uh, Johnny was a fisherman. John, John the fisherman? Jo- yeah. The song by Primus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's our thoughts on Aquaman. Uh, he's. If you can come to terms with his broness. Permission to come aboard. Uh, <laughs> he's such a I bro. will. I will not fault you in any way. If that is something that you want, if this is a movie that you wanted, have fun. Go, <laughs> go have fun with go this nuts. movie. I will not be stomping in the way and blocking that way of fun. Uh, but this is not Aquaman. This is uh, my, friend, <laughs> my friend. I'm going to call him out. My friend AJ even said they toned down his broness from uh, Justice League, and I will disagree. <laughs> and like every time. Uh, first of all, yeah, the first line of dialogue is permission to come aboard. Uh, as I almost expected him to say it with like some like. Elongated, like look like, uh, yeah, like, like, you know, you know. Uh, then the very last thing he does is say, "Redheads, you gotta love them," uh, oh, yeah. and then jumps out of a plane, going, "Whoa!" And it's just like, <laughs> it's like, that was perfect okay. impression. It's like perfect okay. impression. Yeah. And then at one point he's like, "This is badass." And he's like. <laughs> like someone says something, he's like, "Well, then I just have to kick your ass." It's just like, "This is, this is who is this?" You know what part I kind of thought just looked like sheer smeared dog crap on screen? Uh, the beginning aquarium scene. Yes. Yeah. When the glass cracked and the shark has this really weird movement, and I'm like, "What?" Yeah. Like it just looks so dumb. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I Remember, thought, these are the same people that did the CG for Steppenwolf, which you didn't see, but it's really bad. You CG. showed me, or someone showed me yeah. uh, what it looked like, though. It's really bad. So, whatever. It didn't look like the worst thing I've ever seen in the world, but it doesn't excite me. No. I'm yeah, still I'm going to see it. We'll see it for you guys. We'll let you know how it is. <laughs> we've gonna, learned that, that we've learned that you like it when we see the same <laughs> movie yes. you know, that we're talking yeah. about. So. Uh... Then next, which to me was a better trailer, and what inspired me more, hopefully, was the Shazam trailer. Yeah, that uh, was badass. I liked it a lot. Which was really fun. Uh, I liked the transition between Shazam and Billy. That moment when he's walking, he's just like, Shazam, and he turns into Yeah, that was perfect. It was really good. Um, 
I like the way um, he's got the, the wizard's lair looked. Yeah, that was uh, cool. He's also got Captain Marvel's personality down. Yeah, like definitely. Zachary Levi, as much as he doesn't look in the face like Captain Marvel, uh, he definitely has the personality down. The energy. Um, yeah, and the energy. Uh, the yeah, his one- face is a lot more. Uh, softer. It's a lot softer, le- yeah. more boyish, and less yeah. of that, uh, yeah. that, that that eyebrow raised, uh, chiseled chin jaw. My look. my biggest gripe is the suit, and this, and it's not even the rest of the suit. I like the whole the suit as a whole. It's just I know what you're gonna say. Oh, it's that stupid LED light. <laughs> it's that stupid LED light on the middle of his chest. All I can see is an LED light. Maybe they'll change it in post production. Maybe <laughs> I really hope so. And I was telling Cody, is this is what you're trying to do. You're trying to see. You're trying to spread the word. Nah, no, 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 you're no, no, trying no, to get no, the no, word no. Out, so no. That way- go see this movie. Go see this movie. But no, <laughs> that that LED light is stupid. Uh, and the reason why is because this is a magical suit that appears on him, and he looks like he made it at a Radio Shack <laughs> with that stupid LED light, <laughs> and it's so bright. Yeah. And in your face. Uh, that's all I got to say about that. That's the only critique I have. The rest of the movie looks really fun. Uh, the training montage is definitely going to be a blast. Yeah, I like um, I liked that little teaser of the training. Um, yeah. I liked the kid that got to play Billy. Yeah. He looks like Billy Batson. Yeah. Just a little kid. Just uh, a kid. I love the, the ending line. When he stops the bank robbers and he's like, "Sorry for the window, but you're welcome for stopping the robbery." And the chick walks by. I'm like, a superhero. He's like, "Sup, I'm a superhero." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and what I love about it is he definitely looks over 21, but the kid still got like soda and candy. Like it wasn't yeah. like, "Hey, go in and get his alcohol beer." Beer. It's like he gets no. a bunch of soda, bunch yeah. of candy. Yeah, because they're still kids and. That to me, I like that because you could have had the edginess of like, oh, they're they're like, they can do whatever they want, mm-hmm. but no, they're still like wholesome kids. They're yeah. just like, hey, we just want to have fun. Yeah, um, I thought I thought the humor was pretty effective too in the beginning yeah. when uh, the foster kid says something like, "Don't trust them." Yeah, it's like or, Game of Thrones here. Yeah, and he's like, "I'm just kidding." I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, that that was good because yeah. at first I was like, "What are they doing here?" Yeah. And then when he said that, I was like, "That's funny." Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty cute. So. That movie, that movie, I am excited for. Yes, I I can't Same. wait to see it. Same. Uh, then I saw this over the weekend, which was the Teen Titans go to the movies, um, and I will just give a a brief brief thoughts on it, which it was exactly what I expected it to be, um, which was it was definitely a kids movie. There was a lot of adult stuff in it, though, that surprised me. At like, for those who have not seen the movie and want to go see it, this is going to be a spoiler for it. So, like, skip for the next three minutes. Uh, there's a scene where they're trying to bring up Robin's. Emo- like, he's down because they won't make a movie about him, and only superheroes get their a movie about themselves. So the fact that no one will means that he's not a superhero. Oh, it's a whole thing. Brutal. 
uh, and like the rest of the team's trying to cheer him up, and they make like they have this song about like you know look on the brighter side, you can do it, like a motivational song, and Mike Bolton singing it, <laughs> uh, and he's like singing it as this cat thing. Um, it's like a weird '80s like cat looking dude. They go through space, you know, like a weird classic out of body of experience thing. That sounds really odd. And then like it gets to the point where they're like getting into a car and like they're on a they're on a car and it's this whole like montage of them driving and singing this song and going to go, you know, fulfill their dreams. Uh and then all they all of a sudden hit they they hit the Michael Bolton cat thing <laughs> with the car. And like it <laughs> they kill it. <laughs> and they get out and they're like what do we do? And it's like all mangled like on the road. And he's like, I think his dad's cop. We should probably get out of here. That's great. And then they just leave. And I was like, what just happened? So there were some pretty funny moments. A lot of Easter eggs. There was cool. a lot of Easter eggs in this movie. Um, they had one that was Jonah Rex. So Jonah Hex. And it was a, it was a T-Rex version of Jonah. That's Jonah cool. Hex, which was pretty funny. Uh, also, another dark moment is they. There's a character that says that she, the only way she would make a movie with Robin, is if there was no more superheroes left, and so they end up going back in time. They use, uh, their time sickles, which are bicycles, or no, they're they're like big wheels, like little kids' big wheels uh-huh. that are time devices. It's a whole thing. It's a kid's show, like I said, uh, or a kid's movie. And they go back in time and pretty much uh, save every superhero from their, like, origin story. Like, they save Krypton so Superman never comes here. They uh, stop Batman's parents from going down the alley, blah, blah, blah. They keep doing that. Really dark stuff, though. First of all, they throw plastic into the ocean to catch Aquaman on plastic. Uh, <laughs> and that stops him from becoming Aquaman. Uh, and then uh, then later they have to reverse it because they find out that didn't really work. So they let Krypton explode. And then they're like, oh, hey, you should walk down this alleyway. No, kid, you can stay back. And, like, they walk in and then all of a sudden you just start hearing gunshots and, like, people screaming. Gosh. And it's like, this is awful. super dark. That's really dark. Like, it's a kid's? It's a kid's movie. Even it's, like, it's a full-on kid's movie. Like, oh, wow. Like, as a kid. That sounds more I, like it's adult humor because kids it, don't really understand dark humor Exactly. As well. Like, as a kid, you'd be like, it would have gone over my head. Like, I wouldn't have seen it. Uh... Like, I wouldn't have even noticed. And it's some stuff, like, I go back and watch Disney movies, too. And I'm just like, that's a joke. I definitely didn't understand when I was a kid. Um, but it was enjoyable. If you have kids, I would definitely recommend taking them to this movie. Uh, it did end, though, with a really cool surprise twist with the original Teen Titans animation and everything saying that the mission isn't finished. Uh, and, like... It was something along their lines of they still have work to do. So I think it's hinting at uh, – it definitely hinted at a new season of the show. And I think Tara, Tara Strong, who plays Raven, uh, she came out uh, and said that if Teen Titans goes to the movies, does well enough that they will finish – uh, they will bring the last season of Teen Titans around, mm-hmm. um, which is really cool. 
Uh, and then last on the news, this was heavy-hitting news that actually, I think, surprised literally everyone. And it was James Gunn being fired Ooh, from Guardians yeah. 3. Yeah. Uh, and it is, in my opinion, the stupidest thing in the world. Because not only were the tweets that he made that he was fired over, the tweets he made were, like, from 2007. He made an apology in 2012 saying that those were wrong and that he's trying to be a better person, yeah. and he's working on that, uh-huh. uh, which was right before doing Guardians 1. So both of these things were six years ago, over six years ago, uh, and he is now being punished for that. He never physically harmed anyone, nor did he emotionally harm anyone. It was stupid jokes he made on Twitter that were not aimed at a person. They were just stupid jokes. Right. Uh, apparently, fans of Ben Chaprino, I think is his name, uh, which is nothing against Ben. I don't think I will. I I don't think that. It's his craze fans. Uh, they went back after James Gunn had said even Ben's mom wouldn't listen to him. It was a joke. It was a bad joke. He was trying to make a joke. Uh, they took it, and they they went really far back into his history and then apparently went to Disney with it. Uh, because I know for a fact if they went to Marvel with it, if they went to Kevin Feige, Kevin mm-hmm. Feige would be like, I don't care. Get out, get out of here. Uh, but they went to Disney, uh, who is over Marvel, so they have they have the say. If they come to Marvel and say this needs to be done, they have to do it. Uh, and he was fired. Um, what I think is really cool is that literally everyone on the cast of Guardians of the Galaxy has come out in favor for James Gunn. Uh, I think there is a petition. It has over 150,000 signatures. Um, there are a lot of people coming out to support James Gunn in this. Uh, and I agree. I think it's really stupid that you can be fired for something that you had already apologized and made up for. Yeah, it, it's just not past. a fitting. It's not a fitting punishment. I don't. No. I don't understand how anyone could, could think that's okay. Yeah, and that that's what bothers me is that we now have a person who. Lost it's old his news job. too, and it's and, old news. And his apology is old news. Yeah, yeah. And literally every person who works with him says he is a different person than he was back then. Like he has actively changed. He has become a different person. And once again, it's it, like it's not like the sexual accusation cases. Right. He didn't attack anyone. He didn't make anyone feel uncomfortable, and he didn't put anyone in a place where they felt threatened. Like, he was not harming anyone, but because he made some bad taste jokes Mm -hmm. that aren't, like, Mm -hmm. kid-friendly, he's being fired. What bothers me is he has a trilogy. This is a trilogy. I would rather this man finish his trilogy. Mm -hmm. Um, Because that is an, an art form. I... I can see a cast who aren't motivated to continue to do these characters because of things, because of a new director. 
And we've seen that yeah. before. We saw it with Ben Affleck with Justice League. Uh. As soon as like there was rewrites, there was a new script, there was everything. You you lost Ben Affleck in as Batman. Yeah. You lost it. Uh So yeah, I think that's that's where I stand. I've just yeah. I think it's stupid that this happened. Uh and it's even crazier cuz now Disney owns 40% of the box office. Mm. Which is insane. Uh, it's unreal because the seventy seventy two point three billion dollar deal with for Fox went through, uh, and so next year Fox will officially be under Disney, <laughs> which is crazy. Wow. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's it for news. Uh, so it's time to talk about spoiler territory for yep. those who do not know. Uh, we will be talking about Ant-Man and Wasp. So if you haven't seen it and you don't want it spoiled, then this is where you should turn off and come back later uh, when you have seen it. And so let's go. First of all, Cody. Yep. What did you think? I really enjoyed the movie. Yeah. Um, I would say I probably liked it about as much as Black Panther. Okay. Not as much as Thor Ragnarok or um, Doctor Strange. Well, I was gonna say more more recently. Why am I all? Uh, why am I forgetting? Infinity War. Oh yeah. I, don't, I was. Try, I, mean, I was trying to, to find. Me that was a, I was trying to I find the title. I I didn't even bring that up because that's like a. Don't even mention that. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, but <laughs> but not everyone. Right, they thought that. Deadpool was better, right? I know. I know some people who thought Deadpool 2 was better than Infinity War. <sighs> They're wrong. What? They're oh. wrong. I mean, it's okay. <laughs> You're allowed their... to be wrong. Yeah. You're allowed to have your stupid opinion. Yeah. They, can, <laughs> they, can, no, but... they have the right to be wrong. Okay, so let's just go over bullet points. I'm not going to... Bullet points. I'm not going to... Like bullet ants. ...tell you the whole story, but uh, I thought Paul Rudd was funny. Yes. I thought most of the other characters are... are Actors around him were very funny. Yes, um, I actually found the story as a whole more exhilarating than the, the first, first movie. Yeah, um, the action sequences were awesome, dude. The, the CG special, was good. The special really effects good. in the quantum zone, yeah, were incredible. Yeah, and and uh, Ghost, yeah, her her her, her, uh, her power like, looked cool. Yeah, it looked interesting. Yeah. It looked realistic. Mm-hmm. Her um. Basically, how she keeps constantly dematerializing. Yeah, and then read too. Um, I loved seeing Lawrence Fishburne. That was fun. I loved seeing Michelle Pfeiffer. I actually hadn't done my homework on this she film. She is gorgeous. She's so attractive for her for her age. Oh my gosh! Like, I've always had a crush on that woman. She, <laughs> it's insane. You know, like, she and Paul Rudd were in a rom com together about twelve years ago. Really? Yep. That's funny. Yeah, because she's like this. She's about the same age as Michael Douglas, right? Yes. Cause it, a little younger, but yeah. It's weird because when they're together, it's a like, you look like you're 20 years younger than him. <laughs> yeah, I think there was there was one scene where you could see that in her in around her eyes that she looked yeah. a little older. There's one one. Oh not, yeah, but you can definitely a scene, tell but a shot. Yeah, you, but she looks so good. So good. <laughs> but um, I thought. Uh, I hope I look that good. You hope. When you're 60 right years now, old. I hope I look that good right now. You hope when you're 60 <laughs> years old, you resemble Michelle Pfeiffer. Yes, 100%. <laughs> that people go, you know, I see Michelle Pfeiffer in your eyes. I go, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. Uh, what's the actress's name who played Wasp? Hope. 
that's, that's her. Evangeline Lilly. Evangeline, Evangeline Lilly, yeah. Yeah. I liked her a lot. She's a good actress. I thought Wasp was a cool character. Yeah. One thing that I really, really liked about this movie was the love story was it was there. Yeah. They didn't make it too cheesy, Mm-mm. too sappy. None, I mean, it was it was all there. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved all of the dialogue between Paul Rudd and his kid. Oh. I that, loved that, how their relationship- His m- daughter is adorable. She's awesome. Yeah. He, call, he calls her Peanut. Yeah. The same way um, Wasp's mom called her Jelly Bean. Yeah. I, I, I liked the- the parent relationship, parent kid relationships. I I love the number one grandma. Yeah, that the was so funny. Yeah. Whenever whenever they the brought trophy. back the number yeah. one grandma trophy, that was such that was so funny. Yeah. Um, I thought the scene where he walks into the school as as a small person. Yes. Was uh, one of the funniest things that I've like seen this year. Out and he's like trying to get in the van. And there yeah. and he goes, "You want some string ching? Yeah, string, string, string cheese in a juice box." He's like, "Do you have any?" <laughs> 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 Oh uh, my goodness! So good. And the Altoid oh, case, the Altoid case. Oh, the Altoid case. It was funny. My, I think my favorite, my favorite moment was definitely at the end, which was totally ad libbed. Like this is totally ad lib. But when, um, oh, what is his name? The FBI agent. Oh, Wu. Yeah. Played by, I always forget his name. I know Park. I want to say John Park, but it's not John Park. Uh. He's a great actor. I think he's yes. so funny. Uh, no, but when he goes, I'll I'll be seeing you later. Yeah. And he's like, why would you see me later? Yeah. Are you, like, are we going to dinner or something? He's yeah. like, no, because, you know, inevitably you'll do something wrong and get I'll have to arrest you again. Do you, do you want to get dinner? Yeah. And they have this awkward, dinner? he's like, not really. <laughs> like, did, did you want to wrap dinner? Uh, it's or like, so like, good. The card trick. How'd the, you do it? How'd you do it? I liked all that a yeah. lot. Um, oh, and especially when he starts talking and like it has the girl's perspective, and mm-hmm. she's like, "I want, 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 want." Yeah. <laughs> like she's just like, "I don't care what you're talking about." The movie had depth to it. it actually, yeah. at, at times the plot was. Uh, um. More, Randall Park, that's more it. more involved than I thought Randall. it was going to be. I, I I was actually I was impressed. Yeah, it actually it actually made you think mm-hmm. in a couple spots, which is I feel like the first one's pretty straightforward. Yes. Yeah. Um the the quantum, what the the quantum zone? Qu- quantum realm. Quantum realm. Qu- yeah. The quantum zone. Yeah. I I think I said that at the beginning. The though. quantum. There's re- the negative zone, and then there's the quantum realm. I thought all that, all the discussion about the science and Paul Rudd not understanding. Paul was, Rudd's character not understanding it makes it more fun for yeah. me to follow because I'm like, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about yeah. either. But he's like trying to follow it. Yeah. But he, he's just like not. Oh, how great was it? Paul Rudd uh, playing Michelle Pfeiffer's character. Oh gosh, I laugh so hard <laughs> when she when, takes when over he, his he, body. When he puts his, puts his hand you know, on Michael Douglas's face, face, and he's like, he's like <sighs> just, just <laughs> and like they're holding hands. Yeah, <laughs> like, me too, Jelly Bean. Yeah, <laughs> so great. Oh my goodness, I loved it. I loved yeah. it. I absolutely loved it. Okay, one thing I did not like. Okay, so I thought. The character Ghost was a formidable villain, mm-hmm. very powerful, very hard yeah. for them to combat. And 
I loved a lot of the fight scenes, especially towards the end when it got really nuts. Yeah. Because it got pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, the end, I thought it was going to turn into a mess a little bit, but it didn't. It started mm-hmm. to rescue itself before it got too out of hand. Yeah. And Giant Man was pretty great. Oh, yeah. The- that was all awesome. But the one thing I didn't care about what's her name because she was so annoying and she was, I just thought she was a witch it just just that the ghost character yeah uh, I, I, I because of her condition yeah I, I wanted to feel some sympathy for her but I couldn't because I didn't like her at all yeah and that's I actually do have that gripe as well with she seemed ungrateful to Lawrence Fishburne's character too ungrateful and not just that like I understand because she like she was raised as the secret assassin who kills people so she doesn't have those feelings for anyone but my issue was her character was very inconsistent yeah uh which is rare for marvel in my opinion is the inconsistency in characters uh but the very beginning like when she's talking to paul rudd ant-man care like he's in the chair and she's like you're a funny guy like, yeah. it's this weird, like, is she trying to seduce him? Like, what's going on here? Like, she's only talking to him. She woke him up, and it's like she's coming on to him. And then, like, I was like, oh, like, does she have this, like, weird effect, like, infatuation? Uh, f- f- infatuation. Infa- infatuation. Thank you so much. That's, uh, it was there in my head, and I couldn't say it. Uh, <laughs> and... It's like it's there, and I thought it was going to happen throughout the whole movie, but that's where it ended. But. They, well, yeah. So the, I agree with what you said about her being inconsistent. It seemed like she would go from one mood to the next. Yeah, just a lot. Yeah, and not like as a character, but but as a character, <laughs> like it wasn't a part of her character to be that way. It was part of her acting. Like, I, I don't know acting and script, like dialogue. It just wasn't good. I didn't. I didn't think she was fantastic. Yeah. My other thing is the music some points was too much uh, and off. Like, it was, like, the chasing was my biggest thing is, like, the music was just weird. Um, And then it had a lot of weird edits, like cuts. Like, the scene was supposed to go on longer, but they cut before it ended. One of them is when she saves him from drowning. She, like, lifts him up in the air and, like, instantly cuts to him on, like, the ground and she her waking him up. It was like yeah. really fast. It was like what? It, uh, okay, what's going on here? Yeah, I remember um, that. There was a lot of that. Where it was just like weird, inconsistent cuts. Yeah. Um, which I think at this point we are now nitpicking to small things. Yeah. But I would say overall, largely, you should definitely go see this movie. Yeah. No, it was awesome. Uh, I, it's it's definitely. It's definitely if you like a the fun first movie. one, you're going to love this one. Like, yeah, I liked it more. Yeah. I, I I did. I I thought it was so entertaining. Yeah, uh, and I always love Michael Pena's character, especially when he's like, "That's truth serum." And they're like, it's "Yeah, not, that it's, was great." <laughs> it's not truth serum. It, no, that's that's what's it do? Well, it persuades you to say things that you normally wouldn't be saying. Oh, so it's truth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love the scene where is it? What Louise? Is that his name? Yeah. I love when he's telling the whole story how yeah. they how they met how they were inmates. Yeah. And he's like, What does this have to do with anything? That was off the charts funny. Yeah. Also off the charts funny, uh Sonny, the southern dude. 
uh, with, with the, the the guy with with the, with the grease ball hair. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was such a good slimer. Yeah, such a hilarious grease ball. Mm-hmm. Like, like this, and and yeah. then because uh, you're expecting him to be the villain. Kinda, yeah. But, and and then well, he is in a sense, I suppose. Yeah. And then I love the moment when Wasp says, oh, "This guy again." Yeah. <laughs> when when she's like when he shows up in the cars. Yeah. Like every everyone's yeah. just fed up with this yeah. guy. Like go away. Go away. Um, I thought the oh, just some some recaps of other things that I thought were pretty dope. The the shrinking houses, awesome. Oh yeah. The shrinking the shrinking house, shrink, uh, shrinking lab. Oh, the little cars. Yeah, and the cars, the when hot they, wheel cars, when they would enlarge yeah. and then shrink, super dope. Yeah. Um, if if I had one thing to change about the movie, I would have recasted. Uh, I would I would recast Ghost character. Yeah. Or not not character, uh, actress. Yeah. It just she didn't fit fit right to me I agree. at all. But every, she was she was the weakest link. Everyone else in that yeah. was great. What would you? What else would you have changed? I agree. The music was kind of inconsistent. Music, just some editing. Uh, not a whole lot though. Like I enjoyed that it wasn't an end of the world script. It was literally just like trying to save. Michelle Pfeiffer's character. Yeah, I'm um, Janet. Uh, I give it like I give it like a seventy eight percent approval rating. Yeah, I would say that's the same. Like a, a strong seven point five. Totally yeah. worth your time. Yes, absolutely worth your time. Yeah, especially the ending, uh, in which, um, so the end credit scene is which I called, uh, was, um. Wasp and her parents disappearing after the snap. Okay. Did you not stay for it? Uh, the end credits? No, actually, I didn't. What? Nah. Why? I didn't think you were going to bring this up and call me out on it. <laughs> I Why wouldn't I? It's, because I didn't have... Because <laughs> last, last night I didn't have time to. <laughs> I, I had to cram. I saw the movie last night at an hour that I never see movies at. Especially oh. by myself. So yeah, he goes into the quantum <laughs> realm to go like get more quantum juice or whatever it is. Now I'm all embarrassed in front and, of our friends. Yeah. <laughs> and uh and as he's in there, like they disappear. They turn to dust. That's cool. And so he's like stuck in the quantum zone. That's the first it's the first Marvel film uh end credit scene that I haven't stayed for. Yeah. Ever. But so yeah, that happened. Cool. Yeah. Uh have you read anything recently? Yep. I read some Daredevil today. Okay. I The more I get into the Frank Miller, Klaus Janssen Daredevil, the more I'm understanding why it became what it's known for today okay. as the iconic series. Yeah. I actually I actually like the tone and the the writing a little more than I like a lot of the uh Dennis O'Neill, uh, Batman and Green, okay. Green Lantern, Green Arrow stuff. Nice. Um, I no, I think the writing, of course, has its cheese moments. Mm-hmm. I was actually telling your brother today. I was like, "There's a moment where Daredevil goes to Doctor Octopus." Great Doctor Octopus issue that I read. So, oh really? Oh yeah, yeah. And it's so hilarious the dialogue between, like, the banter between Doc Ock and Daredevil. Mm-hmm. There's literally an entire. Uh, panel where Doc Ock is just going off about Spider Man, mm-hmm. and it's like 
Doc, this has nothing to do with what's going on. I mean, it kind of did, but it's like they're he's just going off about how much he hates Spider-Man and how one day yeah. you know, I'll have my revenge. <laughs> and there's, there's a, part, a part where he's like, I've stood my ground against Spider-Man time after time. There's no way you you know you stand a chance. Or yeah. just it's just it's just pretty cheesy. And then there's a part where Daredevil goes, "Hey, chubby." <laughs> nice. <laughs> and he uh, he manages to use his billy club to some. What does he do? Anyway, he entangles Doc Ock's arms around a a light and shocks okay. him through it. That's okay. pretty. That's pretty badass. There's a lot of a lot of good action in the in the Frank Miller Daredevil run. It's really good. I like Sweet. it a lot. And Frank Miller did the pencils and the dialogue. Some of the issues he collaborated with on penciling and 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 writing, but um, uh, he did do both. Okay, so he did do both, and it was uh, Klaus Jansen coloring did the inks and not 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 coloring it said, it said inks colors. It said someone else. I always thought colors and inks were the same, but there's I I looked inside the credits and it says so and so ink so and so. Colors, so I don't Interesting. know. I don't know what the hell that means. Well, inks is the darkening of the lines. It's like the it's like the finalizing of the. You're just it's tracing. So he's the tra- <laughs> So he's the tracer. I yeah. wonder why the tracer is getting more credit than the inker. What? There's the inker. You mean instead of the. The colorer. The color. The, the colorist versus, versus. Yeah, I don't know. Usually, the colorist gets. The person who colors it. Is usually the person who draws it, but there was yeah. Well, not not necessarily like Jeremy Colwell, the guy that we interviewed at uh, I like Comic Con. He he's a colorer, like he doesn't do the actual drawings. He he just colors in things, mm-hmm. um, which is really important. Oh yeah, of course, and, and inking is important too. Yeah, it adds dimension. Mm-hmm. But I had assumed since it was just Frank Miller, Klaus Jansen. But on the did, cover, that he would have done most of the art. Yeah. Like, uh, what's his name? Who did Weapon X? Um, why the, I, the Wolverine Weapon X? Yeah, he did Wolverine Weapon X. Oh, I'm blanking on his name. Anyways, he did everything. Yeah. Besides the uh, color. Okay. Like he he drew yeah. everything. And which, I mean, Alex Ross does everything. Yeah. And on top of, uh, uh, on top of doing the dialogue for Weapon X as well. Okay. Barry Windsor Smith. There we go. He did the entire book by himself. That's crazy. Yeah, it's just I don't know how you take on a project like that. But um, anyways, I'm I'm liking the run. I'm over halfway through the. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a fat trade. It's it's yeah. not your usual size. It's a, it's a it's a collection of an entire run. Yeah. So, I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep going through that and then. Probably get back to my TMNT. It's been a long time since I've read TMNT. How about yourself? Uh, What's your favorite read? Oh, for me, it's definitely I finally finished the Jonathan Hickman Fantastic Four. Uh, incredible good stuff. Just really good stuff. Uh, You've convinced me for once and for all that I need to read it. Uh, it's just so good. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Like, I don't want to say anything because I don't want to spoil stuff for people because it's the end. Um, but it made me want to like, I want to now collect his new Avengers Avengers line leading into Secret Wars. Really? Um, which I've already read, but 
I want to reread. Because uh, just so good. It's so good. Um, well, I haven't read anything from Hickman, and I know you love him, and I know yeah, it's a crime. Like, I am it's getting... a crime in your eyes that I haven't probably. No. Uh, I know a lot of people who haven't, but I'm at this point where literally I think anything that man writes, I, I will I will buy. Yeah. It's it's really good. Uh, also, Runaways, I read volume three of Runaways, the original line by Brian K. Vaughn, and that was surprising. Like, really surprising stuff changed, uh, and it affects the series pretty hardcore. And I really like it. I'm really digging it. Uh, so I'm excited to continue carrying that. I've heard, like, as soon as Whedon comes on, it's not as good. Um, but I'll probably still fin- finish out the series and okay. then start the new series that is going on now. Sweet. Yeah. Exciting stuff. Uh, well, awesome. thank you for joining us for this episode of... This has Origins. been episode sixty six. Adaptations. Yes, episode sixty six. Uh, we will, we will be back in in rotation. Yeah. Uh, after this weird sp- speed bump, uh, but next week we I have plans for a um, character insight, kind of like we did with Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Um, so be on the lookout for that. Sweet. See ya. Take care. <laughs>